You're now tuning into All In with the Allens. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Lindsay. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, Gong. <laughs> Happy birthday, my BFF. It's Lindsay's birthday, guys, so I'm going to try to release this today. Oh, you are? So, well, let's not put the stress. <laughs> it's been a stressful week. <laughs> To say the least, I'm glad we started singing happy birthday because that changed the tone yeah. of our voice. Otherwise, it's been us sitting here for 30 minutes, like, <laughs> bitching back and forth about what has went wrong this week. Oh. Um, and I guess some of them are first world problems, but they're actually pretty big deals. They're first world problems for sure because we have food and shelter. Yeah, but like, absolutely. they're big problems for our week. Yeah, they've um, really thrown a red. But... If this is released on Friday, Lindsay's birthday was the 29th. And happy birthday to Chelsea Peters as well. It is her birthday today. Um, we're celebrating Lindsay's birthday tomorrow night, though. Well, I think she's seeing her parents tonight. But we're going to dinner tomorrow night, and I am hype. I told her, like, for some reason. Jeff Ruby's, is that where you're all going? I feel like just because it's been a stressful week, I'm looking even more forward to it. So, yeah. that's where we're at. I've still never been there. I know. But while we're on the topic of restaurants, oh, yes. Abby normally does the restaurant shout-out. And, y'all, I got out in the community. <laughs> I have some restaurant shout-outs. So, this one came from my dad. And then when I told Abby, she's like, no, everybody has been mentioning it, this place. Yeah. Is it new? I don't know, but all these Facebook groups I'm in, and now a couple friends have been there. Okay. So, it is off Richmond Road in Lexington, and I mean, I pretty much feel like everybody just loves a good Mexican restaurant anyway. Not sure if this is how you pronounce it, but it's El Patio, and they have a patio off from their side, <laughs> so I don't know what that translates to, but it was absolutely wonderful. We had probably... Four different people come by the table, like, just making sure we were good. That's nice. The food, the salsa. Was it busy? Yeah, but not, What'd like, you get? A chimichanga, mm. which I hadn't gotten in a really long time. Um, but Robin said she got it there, and it was full of, like, it, so much chicken and veggies. So, super good. And then, also, we'd been wanting to try Jay Renders. My fave. Which we did go to, and they had live music playing outside. The inside was beautiful. I wasn't think, expecting was that. Kingston? In uh, Georgia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, um, you're like, where was he that you were out two times? <laughs> the inside was absolutely beautiful, too, which I wasn't expecting. I from. love it. I love it. They have a great happy hour. If you want to try a place and you just want to, like, you don't, you know, you want to just, like, try a lot of things, they have really good appetizers. Tell me what all you had. Um, so, we didn't get the, we didn't get the burnt ends or the buffalo chicken okay. dip. But, you know, you couldn't yeah. get too much the first time. We got the um, pulled pork nachos. Oh, I've had those. those yeah, are those very were good. really good. I'll probably try burnt ends next time. But then to eat, um, I got the brisket burrito. Have you ever had that? No. It was really but good. But their brisket is really yes, good. Yes, it was super good. So, I have two restaurant shout outs this week, which I was very Woo! proud of. Um, well, last Friday, I have a restaurant. I don't know if Nobody's it's a Nobody's surprised out. if you have a uh, <laughs> suggestion. I don't know if it's a shout-out. It's, um, whew. So, last Friday, Nick and I went to Centro for a drink, and then we went to Ona, which is another bar. It's apparently, like, one of the top 100 bars in the country. And I've never and heard, heard of never it. never heard of it. It's the first time I've ever been in it. It was the cutest thing. Like, there's Downtown? all these... Yeah. 
There's all these different nooks. Like, you can have your own little room. Oh, that's nice. And it's, like, very old feeling, you know? Like, everything's wood, and there's really good mood lighting, and, like, comfy chairs. Like, nothing is structured. Everything's, like, relaxed. And we had our own little spot. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know why. What was it called again? Ona? Bar Ona, I think. Bar Ona. But the whole reason we were downtown... Is it was Lydia's birthday last week. Yes, oh Lydia. And we all went to Italex um, Friday night to celebrate. And listen, I have heard and heard and heard about Italex, okay, right? Okay, you haven't told me about this experience. And we haven't been. And it's also not really a place I think Nick and I probably would have gone if not for an event. Just because, like, it's very expensive Italian. And I love Italian. But... It's also pasta. So, like, do you spend tons of money? Like, okay, for me, I love steak. I love Italian and I love steak. But if I'm going to spend a lot of money, it's going to be on, like, a really good steak. Yeah. And Nick can make really good pasta at home. So, we went. It was great. But. (laughs) So, the reservation was for 12, which is the most they take reservations for. And there were 15 of us. And there was only one waiter to our table, you know. So, the dinner was at 8, and we finally ordered dinner at 9.45. Ordered? (laughs) Yes. And Nick and I usually eat right after work. Like, we eat dinner pretty early for our age. Now, was he there? Yes. See, I thought he was, but I didn't see him in any of the pictures, so I didn't know. So, then he got got some anxiety because it was... Well, I mean, that's an hour and 45 It's not even the way... It was so... It was a great little cove. We were in a little cove for our party, right? But there were too many people, and it was very loud and, like... You know, they came around and took our drink order, and we did that. And then they took appetizers, and I'm like, can I order food? And they're like, nope, just appetizers. Oh. And I'm like, okay. And then they do another round of drinks. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, the food was great. It really was. But it was just, like, kind of an anxiety-inducing experience. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday, we went to the lake. Oh, yes. I was so jealous, I you guys. I know. That was, I, like, felt so guilty all day. I know. Amy was at work. And we went with the Fives and Lindsay to Moorhead, so then we tied up with Chelsea and Clay at the lake all day. And, and I saw Snapchats as I'm at work, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just know they're having the best time, because that's just such a great crew. It was a, it was a good crew. It was, like, really chill. Like, Well, yeah. It was, it was great. Yeah. Um, you all have reached that level where you can be chill. Chill. <laughs> so, then, yeah, we're not just, like, wild. Well, I said that, too. I was like, I feel like 10 years ago, if we were doing this exact thing on the lake, the cops would have been called. And like, I can tell you, <laughs> 10 years ago, we were, or over 10 years ago. <laughs> And I was the DD. And you were the DD. Yeah. But this time, like, we didn't draw any attention to ourselves. I I floated the whole day. And I think it was, like, Margaritaville Day or whatever. It was, but that night. Yeah. I floated the whole day. Well, Abby, you can float. (laughs) Okay, so enough about our weekends. Um, I guess, well, not really, because this leads to something else. So then Sunday I did work. But after work, we had a cookout for work. And that was great. Like, you yeah. bring your family. We had food. We had prizes. Whatever. We, we drank. But then Monday morning and all day Monday, I felt so down and, like, blah. And I know you can't relate. No, I can <laughs> because this week has been where we'll touch on mental health a lot. Yeah. Probably throughout this mm-hmm. one. But this week has just been... Taking a toll? Uh, Yes, very much so. So, it was like not even a bad day at work. Uh, Eventually, it was. I had an asshole customer who told me I was fat and ugly and um, like to tell men no. (laughs) She told me the story when I got here. (laughs) The only part that's funny about that is that, just, just say the whole line really quick. He said, 
you're a fat and ugly bitch who likes to tell men no. And she said, you're right about the last part. <laughs> and then her other rep was like, get out of here. Like, <laughs> like it was, it was, it was okay, dramatic. For one. Well, if, who says that? Who, who says that, period? <laughs> Could you imagine going into a customer service place? I don't even know what his issue was. <laughs> I, I could never imagine speaking to somebody that way. Well, so all day I was like texting Nick and texting Lindsay and texting Chelsea. Like, I'm just kind of down. And I mean, you know Why what? Why didn't you text me about it? Because I didn't think you could relate, to be honest. What no. happened, the reason was, is I realized I drank three days in a row. And I think just like being on like a high all weekend, like things to do, yeah. celebrations, partying. And then all of a sudden it's Monday and like... It's real world. I just felt blah. So I came home that night and like I'd already told Nick like, oh, I just had a stressful day. And then that customer didn't help. And he had chocolate. He went to Old Kentucky Chocolates and brought home like chocolate covered strawberries and all this. And it was great. And like just let me do nothing that night. That's my favorite. Don't talk or add stress. (laughs) When you tell me I don't have to like do anything and I can. Oh, and he canceled the plans we had for that night. Oh, we were going to cornhole and we didn't. I'm like, this is great. Oh, yeah. you. You normally do do that. Yeah. But but I needed it. Um, and then our anniversary was Tuesday. It's been like a week. We've had a lot of yeah. shit. So Tuesday, we went to Bellinote, everybody's favorite. And see... You know, I've never been there still. What? I know, I know, I'll go. You know, Chelsea and I went there the day Kingston was born. Yes, I remember y'all saying uh, that. What a day. <laughs> the day before my birthday. Um, but it was so good. And that, honestly, is kind of why I think I liked it more than Italics. And it was cheaper. Yeah. And so it was just kind of like, if I'm going to get Italian, I think I'm always going to go to Bellinote. It's so good. But on that note, Nick and I celebrated eight years. Um, oh, it was That's so a nice. Long time. It really was. We keep looking at each other like, have we really been together eight years? You have changed a lot. Oh, my then. gosh. I well, keep... one, personalities, but your looks, too. <laughs> Thanks. We've <laughs> aged. Doesn't, that doesn't mean in a bad way. We, um, we, I actually this week have been saying this a lot. I'm like, you know, we're going to change a lot more and, like, grow. I know this is a very obvious thing if you're listening, but, like, I think it just hit me. We're going to change a lot more and grow as, like, people. I'm like, are you going to keep falling in love with me? Like, are you going to keep, like, That's, like, the typical. He's like, I don't know. It depends on how you change. I like, I can't answer that. But it was nice. We, um, we realized that last year it was COVID, and we don't think we went anywhere for our anniversary. We think I, we stayed home. He may have cooked. Yeah, though, I'm, I'm sure, sure he cooked. He it's just, like. Feels like we made it, you know. I mean, I know we well, haven't made it through COVID, and yeah, we'll talk about that more. More, but yeah. it was a hard year for us um, at times for our relationship. But we're here. We're good. We. I feel like honestly, I feel closer. I know this sounds so lame and cliche, but I really do feel like closer and more connected and intimate with him, like than I ever have because of the heavy and hard and like exhausting. I think we both carried each other through part of last year. So, yeah, we did that. Um, Yeah, COVID. I don't really know what to say, guys. (laughs) I'm going to cry. I have a whole different feeling this year because Kingston. So, Kingston has been in kindergarten camp this year, guys, or this week. So, Monday, I dropped him off for his first day. Uh. I cried when I got back to the car. And the picture that I snapped looked worse. It was just (laughs) tears. And uh, Tevin was like, wait, did you really cry that much? Like, you should have called. And I'm like, no, it just looked bad. But whenever we, like, walked in, he was... uh, This story. He was so good. He was excited. And then um, 
he like was getting ready to go pick out a seat and then ran back and gave me a big hug and I could just tell he was holding back tears. He did it, but he has had, I think, a really good week. What we've tried to do, because I think it's really hard when they come home from a day, like all Kingston has wanted to do is, mom has the best neighbors who he's became best friends with. And the boys. The boys <laughs> is what they are. They're the just adorable, great family. And all he's worried about is getting home and playing with them afterwards. But I feel like we want to overload him with questions like, what did you do? What was your favorite part? His favorite part was recess and pickup time, <laughs> he said. But he hasn't, like, said, I don't want to go back. Or he knew I was yeah. off today, and he didn't say, could I stay home, which was big. Because normally big. with daycare, he would stay home on his day, like he could. I mean, it is just weird that, like, last week he went to daycare for the last time, I right? I know, I know. <laughs> But I think he's had a really good week. His teacher, like, uploads pictures each day. So, that's going good. I and was they're going wearing somewhere. masks. Oh, yes. They're wearing masks. That's where we were going with it. But, I mean, he's never once. I just threw him his mask when we were walking. I'm like, hey, you have to wear this. And, okay. Like, <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Like, didn't you didn't hype prep it? it? No. Good. And I think, don't. Your kids are going to get the same vibe about school that you give them. If you start... At home talking about they're going to make y'all mask up again because that's yeah, just the Kingston voice. doesn't listen to the pod. So. Yeah. But if they, if you're at home, like, I can't believe they're going to make these kids do that. Yeah. I get it. No, like, truly. We get it. But if you have that attitude, your kids are not going to have a good school year. If yeah, they just have to bitch go back, to us about it or bitch to your yeah. partner about it because don't bitch to your kids. If they have to go back masked, okay. Well, they do because Kingston <laughs> is. But... That's much better to me than I, I I can't do virtual. And I know so many of y'all said that last nope. year and you did it. We can't do virtual. But um last year mom and dad and everyone split up time. <laughs> they cannot do the computers in Zooms. I know they cannot. No. Because I oh know that I would be yes. the one teaching them how to do it. Dad, I'm not trying doing... to see dad in Kingston on a Zoom. Like mom I would figure yeah. it out. She works on her computer a lot. But trying to see dad in Kingston set up a Zoom. That, that just wouldn't work. And then I have to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we just need these kids to stay in school, please. <laughs> I, so, you know, yes. But cases are, I know. Uh, you know, at Kingston Seaball practice last night, one of the kids, the moms is a pediatrician. And she was like, cases are very high. They were like 1,200 or something in We're back up Kentucky. to 9% positivity rate, which Nick and I follow that a lot during, uh, right. like, when COVID was. I know. I can't start following those numbers again. <laughs> no. I'll get. I just happened to walk in and the news yeah. was on, and I said the positivity rate is 9% again because we remember when it was, like, 12, and that was, like, a thing. But anyway. I... We'll not write. You all don't listen to us to hear <laughs> about, about that. about COVID. So, Sorry, we just had to get on. I feel like but we will. Has to. We will say vaccine up, please. please. Just please. <laughs> like I haven't grown a tail or a third eye or nipple yet, and the whole it's like um the whole part about infertility. I get your concerns, but there's zero facts behind that. I was just reading on um, something on Google. It popped up there, and so it wasn't like I an bet Instagram you can't trust post. Google. I know, <laughs> but it was um, a doctor talking about, I'll have to post it on our page or something, but just talking about the, um, how it was just sort of made up among the social media community well, and like people that are anti-vax, um, that this causes that. Well, and they I just actually, sort of started that. I actually asked this question Monday because I wanted somebody to explain it to me. 
okay, like I understand that there are side effects and that you're worried about potential side effects and things we may not know, right? Like, I'm, mm-hmm. again, we're, we're not being oblivious. We get it. But where did the fertility thing, like, come from? Social because, media. Like, the, um, like, the mom. <laughs> I think, actually, it started from the mom community on Instagram that is, like, anti-vax and um, I don't know what else they're typically into. Like, and holistic I, medicine. Yes, which is, like, fine, you know, fine. Right. There's, I'm sure that works, you know, in a lot of circumstances. But they're... That is literally where it started. Yeah, it's just weird to me. Yeah. Okay, this is for Stevie specifically, but also a lot of other people who have been like, what is an Enneagram and where can I do the test? And I feel like I've sent the same link a lot. So if you still need to take the Enneagram test, message me. Also, please take it because it is really interesting to me when I find out what somebody is. I like want to... Love them the way that they are. Yes. And I want to, yeah. You're constantly sending me, like, nine things. Like, you see this. And so, it's a personality tool. And it really is crazy how it breaks down. I'll look at it and be like, yes, that is literally me. Um, And just off a quick Google, it just says, each type has things that specifically motivate them, that they fear. Um, Just, like, basic levels of your personality I don't even know who decided this was a thing. Yeah, I think it, it like, impacts how you re- interact professionally and in relationships. And it could, like, if you learned what Enneagram you were, it could teach you a lot about the behaviors you have and mm-hmm. why you have them. And if there's things you want to change about your life, ways that may motivate you, you may be motivated differently than somebody else. Amy and I are, like, very different Enneagrams. Um, I'm a two and she's a nine, which is so weird because although we have differences, mainly she's a mom and I'm not, <laughs> and I'm super emotional and she's chill. I feel like we're pretty similar, yeah. but that just shows like how detailed it gets. Yes, it really does. So I had heard of personality tests because in, um, direct sales we had done it, but it was like green, red, mm-hmm. blue, those. And so somebody else has went in and completely... Broke it down Broke to nine down different nine ones different instead ones. of... Yeah. And I think it's very much correlated to, like, love languages, mm-hmm. too. Like, if you can figure this out in your love language, <laughs> as long as you want to, you can you can make your relationship work. Like, it can come out of the woodworks and yeah. be good again. I have... um Yeah, I, like, honestly want everybody I'm close to to take the Enneagram test, and I can't get Nick to take it because... He's a guy, and he's just, like, not going to do sit down and do that, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, Nick, just do it. It only takes a couple minutes. Or else I'm just going to pick your love language again, and then you're just not going to like it. So, come on. Eight years, baby. We got a long way to go. Something I saw on Instagram, though, is, like, they were not, they were annoyed by it, but it wasn't, like, something, a big deal, is how everyone is using their Enneagram as an excuse. Like, oh, I'm an Enneagram, too, though, so I can do it this way. That's something we don't want to no. do. But that's the same thing as somebody, like, being a bitch and being like, take me as I am. Yeah. This is me. Love me yeah. or hate me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I won't love you. Like, I don't love bitchy people. <laughs> no, I don't either. Okay. So, now for the hot topic on everybody's mind, the Olympics. Yes. It has been so much fun. And I haven't incorporated things mm. with Kingston like <laughs> we forgot. talked about, but... He's been wanting to watch it every single Aww. night. Yes, and he knows to look for the flag. And we watched, and I'm sorry, I'm going to re- not remember your name, but we watched a guy win gold last night in swimming. Oh, um, I saw that. 
I can't think. I apologize because you just won gold. Was in the Kingston Olympic. excited? Yes, yeah. That's cool. But especially because we hadn't seen the American flag. He came from behind. Like, he was in fifth place. But he did really good. Well, you know, I told Nick the other day. Do you remember? Well, I think we were talking about this, too, Love at the, the lake. You know how last year COVID happened and we were miserable. Do you remember? And then we were so excited for basketball season because it was like, we maybe you weren't, but I was. Like, we yeah. were like, we get something. Yeah. Like, it was going to be so exciting and the team was going to be good and then it was off. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. I was so hyped for the Olympics and like I needed the Olympics and I've been kind of like, like last night I was like, I'm kind of over the Olympics coverage and Nick was like, okay, and he changed it. I haven't enjoyed the like coverage, like the in-between stuff and like mm-hmm. the filler stories. Well, I don't think they have as much to go off of because they're stuck in. Yeah, a bubble pretty much. Yeah, they like can't And do they can't anything. interview parents. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Good If good you idea. Olympians are listening to the pod, <laughs> we do uh, appreciate your all your hard work. It's not that we don't think you're amazing. No, we think you're amazing. <laughs> She's like, I'm really not enjoying their level of, of athleticism. Like, Not at all it, what I said. What I, I have know, enjoyed I more is swimming this year. Yeah. Like, I have loved. Well, it, because. I think it's very quick pace. Yeah. And so you're like on the edge of your seat. Guys, the 17-year-old that won, um, we watched that race too. Oh, did you? Was that Katie Ledecky that was trying to win with her too? But she's won now. She's she's good. She's gold. She got a gold. But that watching the video of her home country, where was it? It was her home state, Alaska. Uh, Okay, yeah. Um, or home state, sorry. Um, but they were so excited. And she's freaking 17. I know. Oh, that... Can you imagine? No. no. <laughs> 17, we were like driving down Main Street in Moorhead just trying to think of things to do. Um, we're going to touch on the Norwegian women's handball team. Yes. Way to piss me off, Olympic Committee. Did they get fined? Like, so did they get fined for going against the dress code? Yes. I think I saw that. Yeah. So they didn't want to wear underwear. <laughs> they didn't uh, want to wear bikini bottoms. They wanted to wear, like, shorts. Like, you know, swim shorts. I would not have never be on a handball team or a beach volleyball <laughs> if I was forced to. I actually always wanted to try volleyball. Did you? And I never would. I was not wearing those shorts. All because of the outfit? Absolutely. I hate that. Yeah. And, and I got really anxious, like, about cheerleading uniforms, too. Luckily, I knew... In Round County, Lucy Moore would never let us wear crop tops, thank the Lord. But I would have quit, like, at that point in time, I would have quit cheerleading if they made us I can't imagine that because you love cheerleading. Well, yeah, but I would have quit. And um, the all-star team that I came down here and did, you know, all-star is very, you know, remember Pep Club, right? They were very, obviously, you wear, like, crop tops. Thank the Lord. I don't think our uniforms were. (laughs) Maybe they were. But I was in middle school at that time, and I still, body image starts early, because I still probably would have quit that team if I had to do that. I think I'm going to say something kind of off topic, and probably kind of going to piss people off, but what's new? I'm just, you know, I like to tell men no. (laughs) (laughs) But why do we, like, sexualize little girls? Like, that freaks me out. I know. Like, I know. So, I think it's a hard, a very hard line to determine, though, between... Like, when I see little girls on Facebook or things like that, one, we don't know. And so, it's hard for me to know, hey, is that little girl asking to wear that? And the mom and dad are like, yes, you go be you. Right. Or are they putting them in that clothing, telling them that's how they look good? And we don't know. And so, I struggle with that one a lot. Because based off the parents, I can sort of tell they're probably... 
Well, one, you're buying it for them, I guess. But, but see, then I... Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contradict myself okay. here. Because then at the same time, you know me and you know I'm like about body positivity yeah. and like, you know, not sex shaming people and making them feel bad. Like, right. I shouldn't be made to feel bad if I have cleavage out. I can wear whatever I want, I right? I know. But then I'm also like 32 years old versus 12. Yes. And... I know, and it, it's like you're I don't stuck. know, I feel like a hypocrite, but those are my thoughts. Well, and I think that's probably a lot of people's thoughts, but I try not to judge when I see it on Facebook, because I'm like, maybe the little girl wanted to wear that and go her, but... But then there's also just creeps on Facebook. I know, I know. I don't want looking at a little girl. Anyway, guys, why are we, we even know. talking about yeah. the women not being allowed to wear shorts? Like, how is that even a thing in 2021? Well, and what's so funny is we were driving the other day, and a man was running down the road, just like exercising, but he had his shirt off. And Kings was like, why does he have his shirt off? Hold on, we got to pause next calling. Okay, sorry guys. Our fridge, goodness, we have had fridge troubles. Um, our fridge has been broken and like, as you know, manufacturing is insane during COVID <laughs> and we weren't going to be able to get a fridge delivered till Thursday and we couldn't get a repair guy here till tomorrow. So we've been without a fridge like most of this week and that's just annoying. And Nick was calling about one that can be delivered. So I needed to take that call. I'm like, what? He's like, did you get my text? I said, yeah, we're recording. He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Get back to potting. I'm like, okay, bye. But in the midst of that, we have breaking news. You've probably already seen it, but Sunny <laughs> Lee takes home gold in the women's all-around gymnastics. And so we were just on the topic. She, oh, just look, look at her. Look at her. And I saw that I can't Simone, wait to watch it. I can't believe we didn't have it on. I, I just didn't know. What, what did this person say? Debbie was um, incredible performance. I'll we'll have to go back and watch it. So on that note, we're going to talk about Simone, our girl Simone. My, my feelings have changed from the initial when we found out about it. My feelings I, have not changed at all. I know, I know. Okay, but <laughs> it's okay for growth. We aren't like canceling Amy over here. <laughs> not that my feelings have changed. I think I was just. Um, well, one, I wasn't seeing it from being at the Olympics competing. <laughs> I was at my work desk thinking like, you know, you're at the Olympics. I, I was seeing it a different view. And I hope she comes out with like a full-on story. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of interviews. But, man, what a what a badass, really. What a badass. So, tell me your initial thoughts. So, my initial thoughts don't no, murder you were me bummed. for it. You were bummed. Yeah, I was bummed, right. <laughs> bummed sitting in my work desk. Clearly not competing at the Olympics. But I was I didn't know that it was a mental health issue at first. We thought it was an injury. And this part, obviously I have some growth because I'm like, Oh my god, you're at the Olympics though, like um you know, shouldn't you just go? Push through. Who am I to tell her that she should push through, even if it was a physical injury? Push well, through to go out there and compete. Well, I actually feel like though, if it was a physical injury, initially people would have understood more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You would have been like, well, you can't push yeah, through it. There still would have been people saying push through like, you know, me, I guess. Right. But I read something on Facebook that was talking about, I can't remember her name, but when she was pushing through an injury years ago in the Olympics, she was like, something was broken and she was competing on one leg. And how her little girls were watching that, like, they were not proud of watching her They were do scared. That. They were scared for her. Yeah. Versus, you know, Simone, that's something that you can tell them about. Like, she just was not, you know, I could imagine the weight of the world literally on Did her. Did you see her post about that? She said that, like, yesterday, like, 
you all have made me realize that like I am more than a gymnast and you actually do give a shit about me more than just a gymnast and like that makes me so sad that anybody thinks that they are only their accomplishments and that the world is so down on them when they're not well that's how people make them feel right but that is how we make people feel and maybe that's like an american thing although i don't think so to be honest yeah these olympians from like russia and they 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 seem scary scary. (laughs) yes yes we hadn't even talked about that before him but very scary i agree they're not like they don't have personality like it's like they're not really allowed like they are all work all the time yeah so to be honest i told nick last night about the simone biles thing that to me, and this is me in my Have bubble. Have not seen it yet? No, I only okay. knew about it. But we were talking about it. And to me, and, and I, again, live in a bubble, it was a lot like, y'all remember a couple years ago when Starbucks came out with those cups that pissed everybody off at Christmas? Except I never saw that anybody was pissed off. I only saw people yeah. talking about yeah. people being pissed off. And to me, this has been like that. Because, again, like I said, I live in a little bubble what where I won't cups? put up. I don't remember. They weren't, like, Christian or something. Oh, okay. Um, but, and they were like, people said they were reflecting Satan at Christmas, which is absurd. But again, never heard anybody actually mad about it. I limit my social media because I'm not going to put up with like keyboard I've warriors. Get, I've got to get better. The reason that I kept some, this is straight up and I've told Abby this, and I'm not working my business as well as I used to. But the reason that I kept some people yeah. on there was because I thought this is a terrible mindset that could be a sale eventually, so I'll just keep. Well, it's a connection, and it's a it's a network, but, but it's not a not a connection that I care to have. Right. So I've got to let those people go because I was scrolling through someone's Facebook status last night talking about they're finna make us stay inside again. Like they were trying to be funny, and then all these comments comments that were like, "Nope, I we will not do it. I never stayed inside once, and I never will again." <laughs> like, okay, so you're saying you're the reason why we're back in this. Right. Commit here. Right. Well, Anyways, I just, I haven't actually seen anybody on my social media mad at Simone. I did see one I've not, person. I've not seen anybody either. The first day, I did see one person pretty disappointed. Um, and that got deleted really fast. And I'm actually going to reach out and have a conversation with that person. Because they deleted it, I'm like, I feel like they grow a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, eh. My reaction, because I mean, shit, my reaction is bum too. Don't we all want to see Simone Biles kill it? She's the goat. Like, she's amazing. We literally want to, there are freak, sorry, there are freaking moves named after her. Nick told me that, like, they actually make some of her moves, the points lower so that people don't attempt them because they're so dangerous. Too. I've heard that too, and that she doesn't, and I don't know, I've seen a bit on this, obviously, I don't know facts, but that they won't give her a maximum score. Because so that other people fear. don't attempt. Yeah. yeah, which isn't fair. And I don't think Which she, is fine. You know, I mean, I don't really care about that. I it's just like... that much either. It's just like, guys, we're sitting on the couch. I'm in a robe right now. Um, and we are... We can't criticize, the, like, literally greatest athlete ever. We're just... I'm not going to do it. No. And I'm, I'm annoyed that all these... I've seen the funniest memes. I sent Brittany Glassford one last night just about the people who are mad at Simone yes, Biles. I... Do, I uh, maybe you all both shared it. I saw it, but it was super, like, super funny. Y'all. And the fact that it takes, it shouldn't take, um, like, say you were Simone's cousin or something. It shouldn't take her having this issue or... Um, 
Well, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Because I was going to read this post from this girl last night. And you know how Amy always talks about, you know, like, let's not let free Britney die just because it's not, nothing's in court this week. We got to keep up the momentum, right? This is how I feel about Simone Biles. This girl... I'll be honest. I don't really know her. She added me on Facebook yesterday. I'm not going to give her credit yet because I don't want to like butt put her on the on the pod because she don't know me and that would be rude. But I will give you credit if you approve of this. Um, just wait. Abby just said she don't know me and like she's never said something like that before. She said I'm totally 100% in support of Simone Biles. Let's keep this same mental health first energy when it's not popular and glamorous. Same energy when someone changes jobs, leaves relationships, creates a boundary or doesn't just say yes to yet another event or task. Mental health has to matter all the time, not just when it's on the news or a buzzword. Good for you, Simone. Thank you for bringing awareness to boundaries and self-care. Like, honestly, she used her platform for something much bigger than gymnastics this week. Yep, yep. And then I've seen some other gymnasts posting, like, thank you. You well, you came to the Olympics, yeah. a hero or a gymnast. You left a hero. No, I know. I've seen some others. What oh, were we going to say? No, I was oh. just going to say the gymnastics world I've heard is just Intense. very toxic anyways there's been multiple people speak out even at the collegiate level i i can't remember her name um but i remember her talking about a gym that she was at when she was younger um apparently it's just very common for them to be like mentally and physically abused at well, that age i mean okay so before any more came out about why simone this was like within the first couple hours that she dropped out of the team competition okay somebody I was talking to, a guy, um, he was like, isn't Simone Biles like the only Nasser victim that is still a, like a professional gymnast? And I'm pretty sure that's true. The only person to be abused by Nasser in that gym, and she's the only one that's still competing. Yeah. And so like, y'all, we don't know what she's been through. I'm I, Again, I feel like I'm on a soapbox because we don't even, I feel like if you're listening to this, you support Simone Biles and you are an advocate for mental health because- right. Honestly, we're all on the same page. We are on the same page. There, Amy and I do say like some political things on here, and we could go down like a COVID track. And I sure I know there are people who listen who don't agree with that, but even the people who we disagree with on some things, I have been posting this week about mental health and Simone Biles, and I feel like that is something this podcast and our listeners are all on the same page yes. about. And multiple generations yep. of people, at least that we know and connect with, are on the same page. They're getting this. on the mental health train, and it's yes. like. I think they're realizing, you know, okay. It is like a huge factor. There's a whole group of people who are like, your pussies, like, man up, stop being emotional. Thank God we don't know them. But what, what they're not maybe realizing is that, like, just because it was that way doesn't mean it was the right way. Right. Like, growth and change are usually, you know, and progress are usually good things, and they bring to light shit that you shouldn't have had to deal with. You know, if you were somebody who you're like, well, I struggled through mental health and nobody was helping me. Yeah, that's not fair. Right. I don't think that's a good thing. I wish, you know, the support was there for you when you were younger, but all we can do is try to be better now and going forward. I know. And I think it's really hard. I've been thinking about it. You know, some if someone commits suicide after the fact, every everyone... You know, it's like, please reach out to me. Please, you know, if you have issues. How do we make it that somebody would actually reach out, though? Like, how do we get to that point that they they would seek help from someone like me or you or an actual therapist? You well, know, because everyone after the fact always. is always after. And here's what I'm going to say, and here's what is, is kind of exhausting. Human? Yeah, 
Here's what. Yeah. Here's and again, I have never been. I mean, I've been sad, okay, but compared to people in my life, I have never felt depression like some of my close people have. So I'm not trying to act like I know what I'm talking about. But this weighs on me so heavily because I've lost friends, you know, to mental health situations. I don't. I'm not going to say suicide, but we'll say. We'll say mental health, suicide, and addiction. Okay, I think mm-hmm. they're all tied together yeah. and have lost people to that. So I am very anal about reaching out. And it I'm going to be honest. It exhausts me, you all. It goes through my mind 24-7. I'm laying in bed at night and I'm making a note in my phone of who should I text the next day that I haven't heard from in a bit. And that's exhausting. And it, But I think that's probably But I'm wondering if that's the only way. Yeah. If you're the person that they think of... When they're like at their lowest, well, they did reach out. Maybe they wouldn't mind if I called them right now. Yeah. And that puts a lot of pressure on everybody else. But you know what? I'll take any pressure to save a life. Like nothing to me is more valuable than like making sure somebody lives another day. And if we use social media for things like that, because there's a lot of people I don't have their number, but I'm very connected with on social media. If we just used, instead of scrolling through mindless things, um, if we use the messenger to just communicate with people that we genuinely... The messenger, you said it like the Walmart. <laughs> that we want to, you know, connect with and check on. Instead of sitting there thinking about them... Do it. Just do it. I swear. I, I would never regret... Never. T- you know, touching in or catching up And we've someone. said it before, but like, we truly mean this. If you need a friend or you need a chat message us yes you can message us both you can message our one of us our phone is in our hand way too much our phone we'll, is in our hand we'll and our watches it. are on our wrist <laughs> literally right now 24 7 we'll get it now give us maybe an hour to respond or a few hours we're we're kind of busy <laughs> if it it probably wouldn't take that long anyways but yeah just give us time you know when i was at that this is off topic when i was at that women's conference mm-hmm. like a couple weeks ago the president of L was there, and she is, like, a badass. But she gives her number, her personal number, to everyone. Like, students. Really? Yes. What I loved is, sorry, I hate when we interrupt each other like that. My um, OBGYN, when I was pregnant, oh, yeah. um, Sherry Geiler is who I saw here in Lexington. Um, she gives every single one of her patients their personal number, and she was like, too many times people try to call and get through to a nurse. She's like, if you have an issue, you need to call. I remember, I can't remember, I remember how many weeks. Too. I can't remember how many weeks along I was, but I, I genuinely did not even feel bad calling her because she's that type of person. I think it was like 2 a.m. or something, and I was having TMI, but a lot of diarrhea, and I thought it was like maybe preterm labor. You were just freaking out. You were a baby. Yes, yeah, and she, you know, answered immediately, and everything was fine. But she was like, you know, just play it by ear. But it was nothing for her. It wasn't a burden. No, at all. And I think that's what I want to say, is that people are never burdens. So, like, yes, we're busy. Yes, the past, especially the last week and the next couple are really, like, crazy for me and Amy. <laughs> really just Amy. I don't no, know why no. I'm looping myself into no, this. Because, <laughs> because you take on other people's stress, too. However, I'm feeling is probably... Abby's I'm like literally wishing it. I could take shit off Amy's plate, but I just but can't. She, there, nobody not, can. No, it's not that I can't, like, or that I don't have time to. I would not work tomorrow to take anything off of her plate. But this is a situation where it's just her. <laughs> oh, and I don't, uh, I don't want you all to think like nothing's wrong. Oh, nothing's wrong. Um, and we'll hopefully like be able to announce something exciting soon. But it's just 
a it's lot just one right of those stressful times. But my point is that no matter how busy we are, however much shit we have going on, people are always a priority to me and Amy. Like we're both leaders professionally, but people are what matter. We are mm-hmm. we are servant leaders because we want to serve the people we lead, and we yes. believe that that's really the only way you can do it. People matter over everything. And that's why setting boundaries is really hard for us too. Yeah. Abby does a much better job at it than me. Well, you just told no. me last week yeah. to set boundaries, and I still haven't set those. <laughs> but just because I don't want anyone to ever think I'm not there Accessible. for them, I know. you know, or available. Oh, I've missed a call from one of my reps, guys, while we're recording right now, and, and I'm we're like 15 minutes in, and it I saw it come through at the start of this. So we'll get back to you, Chris. I think was your name. I briefly looked down, but. And, and with a certain generation, it is harder to set those boundaries. Um, it's your, it's the older generation, and it's it's hard not to take it personal, I guess. Because in, even if somebody set a boundary with us, we'd probably be the same way. Because if I set a boundary with you, which I never would. No, don't. But your feelings, <laughs> like the way you feel things, I mean, you'd instantly. Well, I think that's why I don't want to set them with other people. To me, I try not to set, okay, if you're somebody who I need, feel like I need to set a boundary with, there's probably a reason we don't need a relationship. That's a different, there's different levels of friendship. But that's different than me saying, okay, guys, after 930 at night, my phone is only available for emergencies. That's not pointing one person out yeah. and saying, I need a boundary it's with you. It's harder. We have a much smaller staff. You do. And so yeah. things are very personalized Personal. in the meeting because it's only one person that could have done this. Yeah. And so you try to look at somebody else. <laughs> to loop know, everybody yes, in. Yes. Well, so like with my staff, a lot of my reps are younger than me and in their like early 20s. So they're really good yeah, about stuff like boundaries and mental yeah. health, right? Yeah. But they also have grown up with their phone in their hand 24-7. So they, they, don't, they don't necessarily think of boundaries as don't be on your phone so much or like don't call Abby at 10 p.m. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. they, but if I express those boundaries, they're very good at like, oh, okay. you need that? I yeah. got you. Um, we, t- uh, t- we take constructive criticism well. We do. I- I'll think the, about it all night. But. The older, yeah, I know. The um, older generation, and I, I don't mean to like call you all out. This is just things I think that we've noticed as we're growing up. You don't, you're not open to advice from anyone younger than you. No. You don't think we know anything at all? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just sort of a turnoff. We, that, so that, I think, directly relates to children not feeling comfortable going to their parents about things. Or, I hate that. You know, not you can't fathom Kingston no, ever not feeling. No, but I think it's directly related right. because, that, yeah. Yeah, but like. But, you know, I try, okay, but as we're, we're millennials, mm-hmm. let's try to not be that way with Gen Z. Let's yeah. try to, okay, guys, we can make fun of, like, silly things they wear or them saying no cap. But, like, right. we don't have to assume that they don't know shit because they're younger. So, let's right. make that a priority for us. Because we did a lot of, we oh, followed, f- fell on Trends a lot of stupid trains. stupid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I look back and I'm like, wow. <laughs> One of them was, this isn't something, like, said, but I used to like straighten a big chunk of my bangs and then scrunch the rest we of all my did hair. That. Why did we do that? Cringy. I have no idea. No Cringy. idea. Cringy. Someone asked me how to spell chuggy this week. I'm trying to remember. Christy. Christy <laughs> was like, how do you spell this word you guys are using? I didn't know either. Um, I think that as we, well, first of all, we're all ready for fall because it's going to cool down. It's been I so know. hot. So I'm different this year. <laughs> uh, I know. No, I don't enjoy being out in 90 degree weather. 
But I've really enjoyed summer this year. Well, that's good. I didn't. I enjoyed the pool the other day. I feel like I haven't I'm had much ready summer for each season. Yeah. But this year, I think it's different because I know as we go into fall, like I can't just go take Kingston out of school or like it's a whole new. It is different. It's yeah, not it's like very, a missing a day of daycare. No, we've got to have a real structure, structure. down. Luckily, yeah. we've had no problem going to sleep because he's not napping. I wondered if that if no has it he, been hard getting him up in the morning. No, he's woken up this week um, earlier than normal. I think he's had. I will. This is. TMI again. I will say he's pooped each morning. I think it's a little bit of nerves. Uh, he would never say that. But, I mean, that happens thing. to me in the morning if I have an anxious day coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for that, guys. But um, you have to have a lot more structure You're right. so than I just get flying it. into daycare. You know, and I know, and we're trying to plan like a, a trip next fall or like late winter, early spring. And I'm like, I mean, Kingston can miss these two days of school, right? <laughs> yeah. But, anyway, I think... Um, as we approach fall and we're, you know, it's now obviously midway through 2021. So we have skipped, we, we're, we're a year past the beginning of COVID, obviously. Um, I would like to touch on like mental health, addiction, and that kind of thing a lot more. Uh, we approach a year of us losing our Uncle Blake. And I would like to be very open and transparent about that if it can help anybody. So, we have a Google form out. We'll repost it. Um, yeah, we've okay. got, oh, I shared you on it yesterday, so you can I see the responses now. Okay. No. Well, I'll fix it. Okay. But we've gotten some really good feedback, and we're going to be touching on a lot of those subjects, and mental health was a big one for several people. Really? I'm so excited to see these. So, yeah. So, if you have anything to add, if you have anything you want um, in this, or you don't like, if, if a lot of you don't like the same thing, then we're not going to touch on it anymore. Right. It so, wouldn't make sense. So, yeah. just... Put it in the form or message one of us. Um, yeah, we don't really know when we're going to record again yet either. <laughs> It'll be in the next week. You'll have an episode. You'll have an episode. Uh, just... I know you'll be on the seat of your pants, <laughs> but we won't leave you hanging without one for a week. Well, you all, it's Thursday. Happy birthday, Lindsay. Yes. <laughs> we love you all. Um, have a good weekend. Reach out if this you need This was us. definitely just like a venting episode. Um, so hope you were this down with it. This was just a conversation. I think we'll have a fun guest episode coming up soon in the next at least couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, maybe next week. But thank you all so much for listening as always. Love you. Love you. We will see you next time on All In with the Allens.